0: Wolfmania the podcast is a cry for help production. Cat. Check. Chat. Correct. Welcome back to Wolfmania the podcast, the in your ears version of wolfmania.org, the website.
1: I'm Tim. And I'm Andrew. And this is the Encyclopedia of Everything.
0: Today brought to you by the letter C. Letter C. Third letter in
1: the alphabet. Indeed, Mm. and as uh, as tradition dictates we'll be uh, picking three important topics to cover.
0: Yeah, if you stick with us, you will learn more about cake. You'll learn more about... Commercials. And you'll learn more about the celebrity video shop of Doom. Worth sticking around for the uh, next three hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The uh, director's cut of this episode.
0: Oh, we're going long this week. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it's, the, it's the long shot.
0: We had, had a bag full of praise uh, for last week's one hour, five minutes, so I think uh, I think the heads are really ready for some, uh, for some serious business yeah, this week. A little bit more in-depth. Absolutely. We've um, also, in our mailbag this week, we uh, got, a, got a few notes and corrections before we go on. And uh, I should, uh, should point out a few errors. Uh, the first one, definitely Definitely my own one uh, It turns out at one stage In last week's brass rubbing section I claimed that I had unearthed A picture of Sir Thomas Huntingdon And his wife Agnes I later went on to suggest it was Sir Thomas Mansfield His wife Agnes And his widow Catherine Important. It, wa- yeah, it, it, it was Sir Thomas Mansfield I, I was right the second time I apologise for that uh, Unreservedly Mine was still where I am Yes Also, if you're still in a brass rubbing uh, frame of mind, uh, that's that Alicia Keys song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I should sing that. Yeah. How's the song go? New York.
1: (laughs) Isn't it? Is that the one? (laughs)
0: Yeah. If you would like to find out more about brass rubbing, particularly brass rubbing in Bewdley, you can go to www.beaudly.com. BeaudleyMuseum.co.uk.
1: They will not know what's hit them this week. With their, uh, <laughs> their, that... uh, visitor numbers we through the roof. <laughs> We're
0: queuing round the block. Yeah, Pe- people bringing their own cobblers wax. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be a stick of cobblers wax left want, in the won't West be able Midlands. you have to get it anywhere. We will
1: be travelling far and wide. For it, It's like. Uh, tracy island at christmas <laughs> is this year's christmas toy it's a
0: big ball of cobbler's wax a big ball of, it was it was a stick it's a ball what's it going to be next it's liquid it's gas cobbler's wax everybody we also got some emails in um uh, asking the very serious question uh whether lol from gonch was on last week's show and for those of you who haven't listened to it yet, I can uh, attest that he absolutely was not on. And as such, you can safely listen to it. Uh, there was no, no problems at all there. And not, not only was he not on last week, he'll never be on again. So it is safe to uh, download the episode and uh, and listen in. And thank you very much for doing so. Well, what's new with you uh, this week, Tim? Uh, it's more or less a case of as-is case of as uh,
1: for me. It's uh, as you were. As, as you were, yes. Uh, another week of, uh, of of excitement and osteopathy. Uh, they took me into the resistance machine room today. What happens in there? Uh, they kind of tie your legs to some springs, <laughs> and it feels like you're going to catapult yourself through a window. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Some sort of like human trebuchet. <laughs> like, uh, like Spring-Heeled Jack. A, a little a little like Spring Hill Jack, uh as a result, my groin hurts you, um
0: the word trebuchet, yes, is that where the font gets its name from?
1: Do you believe it is, but
0: uh, I couldn't uh, explain why or how
1: or how that font looks like a medieval catapult
0: mm. for first time, listeners to Wolfmania, the podcast, where have you been quite um, I think that pretty much sums up the sort of show that we are. Uh, one of us will complain about having a painful groin, and then we'll just chat about fonts for a bit.
1: Definitely more questions than answers.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, too right, too right. Um, uh, this week, uh, Tim, I've been, uh, I've been on tour with the uh, the Pixies,
1: the uh, the rock band. Oh, why don't, you, why don't you tell us all about it? That sounds very exciting.
0: You know what? It it it, it was reasonably exciting. Yeah. um a well,
1: mildly exciting time
0: mild it was a mildly diverting time it was uh, it was good um as uh, someone who's toiled in the uh, the foothills of the music industry for a while but you know sort of sort of lost my way a little bit uh, it was d- definitely uh, definitely something to get the call up to be invited back behind the velvet curtain to see uh, to see how it all goes on and uh, thanks thankfully because we know somebody inside the organization we managed to bundle in a load of our friends as well, and uh, you could you could see the, the trepidation on their face as they they went to see behind the magic. Yeah, and, yeah. You know the excitement. I, you yeah. know, I've been round the block a few times. I, you know, I've seen a few of these. I've, I've seen some things, Tim. Don't do yourself down. Come I've on seen now. I've seen some things, and uh, so I, I think I sort of knew what to expect. But um, the. Uh, Let's say twelve to thirteen meet the, the twelve to thirteen people that uh I managed to sort of sneak under my coat.
1: Your entourage, that's pretty typical
0: though, isn't it, for you? Yeah. <laughs> heading that, out. high, high rolling. Yep. Uh what's that guy called? Turtle. Uh, I'm, I'm You've watched, never I've have not watched I've never <laughs> never seen the show Entourage. No. No, d- don't change that. Okay. Um Got one of those big one of those big people coats. <laughs> <laughs> we got six people at the bottom, four standing on top of that. Just got a big trench coat all nice. around them. And uh we managed to uh managed to uh break down the doors to the uh, the backstage area. And you could just see in in everybody's eyes that as soon as the door opened they were expecting to see uh, high kicking tiller girls doing their stretches, somebody on a horseback uh, a, a naked man bringing you a bowl full of drugs And a bowl full of M&Ms with all the brown ones Taken out, which is which is bad Because I I like the brown ones And uh, they just looked Saw a really grubby looking corridor With some roadies Two of them wearing a Santa hat One of them scratching his arse And uh, a member of the, uh, the main band Coming through, never meet your heroes Tim, well if you do Just grumble with them about the state of the Wi-Fi At the O2 Academy, because that's Pretty much how it went down. No torrenting. No torrenting for Black Francis. <laughs> Absolutely no, no torrenting for oh, Black Francis. What, what was he downloading, though? Incidentally, I think he was just. Uh, I think he was just trying to Skype his family. Was he? Oh. Yeah, he's got something like five kids now, as, as far he? as I understand. Yeah, are they all grown up? Do you know their ages? I think they are teenagers. A little teenagers before. of the year.
1: Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. A little like uh, the dinosaur junior juniors.
0: The, the, the dinosaur junior no that can't be as weird as the dinosaur junior <laughs> juniors um let's not be the podcast that gets known as the podcast that talks about rock stars children
1: is this in the week when Cruz beckham has released <laughs> his charity <laughs> single got, How's that I, true, I, Has that true Has i can think of no better time Annie begins with c <laughs> <laughs> how does it go uh i don't actually know i skim read it on the internet
0: it will probably have been number one for about sixteen weeks by the time that uh, you get back to this. Um if Tim buys any more copies of it, which I suspect he's gonna do. It's all for charity. So yeah, the the Pixies show, there was uh, there was uh, bad Wi-Fi, there was roadies scratching their asses, it was absolutely brilliant. The 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 people that we'd smuggled in backstage awaiting this enormous party, they couldn't wait to get out of the uh, the nuts and bolts of rock and roll just standing in the way as people wheeled heavy boxes past them. They couldn't wait to go home. And what they didn't know is that all the time they were massively partying with the uh, with the band backstage. Their uh, coats were being shoved in a bag because they closed, uh, <laughs> they closed the cloakroom, shoved in a bag, which they couldn't get back to the next day. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. A cold evening. It's all right. We know someone. We managed to get the coats back. That was the thing they were most thankful for. I can imagine it was. Did, did you meet Joey? Uh, is, is he still in them? Joey's very much still in them. Yeah. Um, it was suggested uh, that oh, nobody mentioned anything, but we were herded away from uh, recovering uh, alcoholic Joey uh, Santiago um, with our two-pint pitchers of <laughs> 2 Academy beer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, bloody brilliant diet! It's, oh, Pixie, Oh, Jerry. <laughs> uh, Good taste, too. Look how big it is! Bloody massive! Have a swim in that. It <laughs> could be splashing around <laughs> honestly uh, i saw another band uh, uh this week i went to see uh, the band a giant dog oh yeah Tim.
1: oh yeah where did you see that uh,
0: merge records yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. uh uh band i saw them in uh, uh, last monday when we should have been recording the podcast so i apologize for that i snuck out snuck out to see uh, a little bit of uh, rama lama rock and roll from austin texas um which Gosh. uh yeah they were great um Maybe nine people there. Oof, Th- twelve, thirteen. I'm not sure. It was uh, terribly underattended. Um, for one of my top ten album of the year uh, uh, bands, okay, year. Uh, uh, seemingly completely unknown. Um, lo- lovely kids. I can uh, I can report. Didn't half make me feel old. Really? Yeah. Fresh faced. I do have that. Uh, Perhaps the ultimate bit of merch uh, from them. I've got the uh, the Sharpie that they brought to sign all their records with. Oh, they, they, they gave it to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't, be, won't be needing that again. I, I might have just pocketed it by mistake. I feel bad for that. Oh, bad. Um, I'm sure their they merch records can run to another Sharpie. You'd, I'd like to think so. That you know they'll be there at the Amsterdam Paradiso uh, <laughs> this evening, patting their pockets, trying to trying to find what to do. A little bit awkward. The uh, the thing. Uh, not so many in Been a brilliant High kicking Rock and roll show And uh, went, went over to say oh, Guys Love the show <laughs> they, 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 I think they must have thought I was their Uber driver Or something But or, or, You know at, at worst Some label guy From the 1970s Guys <laughs> You've on.
1: got a magical sound <laughs> It's like that old Kit Kat advert You sound <laughs> terrible
0: <laughs> You go a long way <laughs> Exactly Yeah um, and uh, well, I said, uh, have you got anything? I uh, how can I help? How can I support the scene? I'll, I'm, you know, a fan of supporting the scene. And they got some, they got some records for sale. And I, uh, I, I bought bought the record off them. You need and a couple more of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was it was it was a difficult situation anyway. Um, the uh, they're all. 18, 19, 20 nineteen, twenty-year-old kids from Austin, Texas.
1: So, so you know, if a little bit, a little bit older than you. You're looking up to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: exactly. And, and intimidating. I, you know, I haven't really been, been taught how to how to talk to people, let alone uh, much older people who might be wearing a leotard. It's been Oof. an awfully long time since I spoke to anybody wearing <laughs> a leotard, uh, which is weird. I, I also saw I saw the band Julie Ruin this week. Oh yeah, uh, with, yeah. with Kathleen Hanna
1: leotards. Leotards. Very mu- very, very much. Uh, uh, 2016.
0: It, it seems that way. Three three bands in three days. Uh, two of them fronted by singers wearing leotards. Should have asked Black Francis where why he wasn't wearing his. <laughs> Didn't. Probably wise. But, but that that was difficult enough in itself. and I was saying, oh, I, I love the show. Uh, it's great. Um, I wonder if I could get you to to sign my record for me. Brilliant. Yes, of course. Well, we'd we, we'd love to uh, open the record. Uh, Pulled out the inner sleeve. I was completely unaware the uh, inner sleeve of the uh, the album, uh, I sh- which I should tell you is called "Pile by a Giant Dog." Yep, highly recommended. Uh, features a picture of the whole band uh, naked, uh, covered in mud. Nice. Which uh, I was unaware of, and had to stand next to them. And I, I think I pulled the most British face there's ever been in the entire <laughs> world ever. We just, just raised an eyebrow like Roger Moore. <laughs> oh, I I wish it was that cool, but you know, they'd they'd been on stage saying, Hey, who here is in a sex and drugs and rock and roll? And it's you know, it's always, it, it's for their song Rock and Roll it's a really good one. And theoretically, notionally, I suppose. But it it was incredibly awkward. They pulled it out and I just I think I made the noise Oh <laughs> Like Mary Berry. You know, <laughs> like Mary Berry. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, that was, that was my excitement for the week and uh, a bit of uh, West Midlands rock and roll excitement and we will be talking a little bit about some West Midlands rock and roll legends uh, as we open up our encyclopaedia of everything today. The letter C brings forth the story of the band Cake, latterly Cake UK, owing to some legal problems with the American band of the same name and uh, we'll be talking about them right after this word. <laughs> Wolf, baby, you is coming back After a 20-second break in the broadcast A quick cup of tea and a blackjack, You'll a hole in your pocket like a cashback With a piece that I found on my AdPod Gonna drop it like a hot pot noodle in your laptop Make a sticky mess you can wipe off Got the IT guy saying, oh right, my gosh! Cake. Kidderminster, Good Friday 1992 With the pubs all shut, a young man with a pastry-coloured mattress bound about his middle, his pink feet and head protruding at either end, hauled himself into Captain Cod's fish bar. Excuse me, he asked politely. Do you serve sausage rolls? Without hesitation, the kindly-faced woman behind the counter frowned. No, I'm sorry, love. We don't. Head bowed. Alan Birmingham turned and shuffled from the shop and up the small climb to the station. With him went the knowledge that his band Cake, later owing to legal problems Cake UK, had just played their last show. We will not see their like again. Perhaps this scene was a fitting finale for a band who had managed to mean everything to me without anyone else ever really noticing. I don't know to be honest. It was a long time ago and my memories of the time are hazy at best. Things always seem pretty weird when you move to a new town, and after Mom got divorced and brought me and my big brother Mike out here to live with Grandpa, weird was just the start. Down at the amusement park and in the comic shops where I used to hang out, there was a lot of talk about the boys from Cake. A couple of guys I met had some pretty wild ideas about what they got up to, but you know I never really believed it myself. That was just kids flapping their gums. Things were tough in town in general, you know, not just with Mom and all, but there had been some pretty freaky stuff going on, ghoulish stuff. Like disappearances and worse. So, you know, it didn't surprise me that everybody was talking about cake. Whatever you need to do to take your mind off the real problems, right? And at first I wasn't worried when Mikey, my my brother, remember, met this hot girl who was way into the band and started hanging out with them. It changed him, though. Anyone could see that. Mikey started getting so far into cake that he was sleeping days, staying out all night and becoming allergic to, like, garlic silver and holy water. Fearing for my own safety, I decided to recruit two young vampire hunters to try to save my brother by destroying Cake's lair and their head vampire, guitarist David Watkins, Kiefer Sutherland, who had been responsible for the band's bloody reign of terror over the small town.
1: Um, are you not confusing the story of Cake? Uh, later Cake UK, for legal reasons, with the story of the uh, film The Lost Boys.
0: Yep. No. Maybe. Yeah, you might be right. The band Cake actually came together when new rules enforced by the Lady Mayoress meant that sex, weight, height and intelligence need no longer be a factor for joining. This opened the floodgates for a group of good-hearted but incompetent misfits to join up, much to the chagrin of the instructors, who were far from willing to put up with their pranks. Not everyone was there through choice, though. Social misfit Andy Mitchell, Steve Guttenberg, had been forced to sign up as the only alternative to a jail sentence, and it didn't take long before he fell foul of the boorish Lieutenant Harris. Before too long, however, Mitchell realised that he was enjoying his new life and decided he wanted to stay just as Harris decided he wanted him out.
1: Hang on. I'm looking for the the true story of the, the breakup of Cake. You have no idea what actually went on, do you?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm looking for some kind of, you know, the, the, the real story of Cake, like a BBC4 rock documentary that I've stayed in especially for on a Friday night. I'm always in on a Friday night.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I'm getting this. <laughs> uh... If, if I'm being honest with you, Tim, I st- I'm struggling a bit to remember how the uh, how the band formed. I remember how it finished. Um, there were body parts all over the Kidderminster shuttle. No one was spared. Yeah, but uh, that's uh, that's not what I've got in front
1: of me here. It's just as well one of us has done our research, isn't it? Yeah. Been leafing through a few old Melody Maker's and enemies and I finally found a copy of Straight Elephant from the time. Oh. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a there's a review in here. So perhaps I could uh, I could tell
0: you the real the real story. Do you mind if I uh, reminisce uh, wildly uh, on uh, on some key points? Feel free to interject whenever you like. So I just wave, just put your hand up. I'll put my hand up.
1: And, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you respond. Harder than a juggernaut up your ass. <laughs> Harder than a juggernaut up your ass. This was an assessment of metal heroes Motorhead from an article in Kerrang! magazine. The emergence of youthful popster's cake at a recent metal night at Kidderminster's Dusty's Bistrotech begs the question, who is heavier, motorhead or cake? Kevin Bignall investigates. 9.30pm, December the 12th, 1990. The Guru's time was running out. Stumbling onto a makeshift stage in the hallowed dining hall of King Edward... I don't know how to do the numerals cause I'm <laughs> an idiot. I'm an absolute
0: idiot. Oh, hand up. Yes. King Edward VI.
1: Stumbling onto a makeshift stage in the hallowed dining hall of King Edward VI College, Starbridge, came a revelatory, shambolic four-piece beat group. Oh. Oh.
0: Go on. It used to be a grammar school, but it's not now. Not that posh. Do you know who went there? Clint Mansell. (laughs) Correct, yeah. Oh. Who else? Frank Skinner. Incorrect. Ah, yes. I should probably tell you. Go on. Uh, Busby Babes,
1: Duncan Edwards. Correct. Exploding into colourful action, following the brave Ralph Rogers and oh,
0: and (laughs) Ralph Rogers, the
1: comedy doll. No, uh, Alf. Alf
0: Alf is the comedy doll yeah, not Ralph, <laughs> Ralph Rogers and Alf the very funny comedy doll Are you not aware, Are you not aware of their work? <laughs> uh, no let, uh, let me tell you about Ralph Rogers and Alf the very comedy doll If you could, enlighten me um, I like to think that uh, Ralph Rogers And Alf his very funny comedy doll um, Was in many ways a genius Not least because When I... Failed my A-level art exam, which we'll be coming to on the letter F. <laughs> 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 uh, I actually got an N for, for nearly. Oof. Ralph Rogers, uh, of Ralph Rogers and Alf the Really Funny Comedy Doll, bought that work. Wow. Um, and I was the only person in the class to have uh, sold it. So, a uh, red, little red sticker. So, yeah, obviously a genius. What was it? What, what was the image? We'll come back to that. Okay. At a later date. Got to, got to keep, him, uh, keep him hanging on for the good stuff. Exactly. Don't need to know that. But his act was um, astonishing. Uh, to the untrained eye, you might think that Alf, the very funny comedy doll, was, in fact, an ice cream tub uh, turned upside down with a face drawn on it. Uh, but he wasn't. He was actually uh, a very, uh, very good uh, ventriloquist dummy. Okay. And uh, Ralph uh, came on to... Uh, I mean... A crowd that probably hadn't paid to see him uh, but were, were very excited that he was there and uh, uh, Alf lived in his box sorry, his gox <laughs> um, and uh, Ralph was seemed to be having some trouble getting uh, Alf to come out of his box It's like, come on, come on, come on, get out get out of your box, get out of the box and do something, I'm not going out of the gox come on, get out get out of the box don't stay in there, there's all these people want to see you. I'm not going out of the gox, this is no good um, Ralph eventually, unfortunately, he lost his, he lost his mind, uh, grabbed a huge knife and started stabbing Alf the comedy doll uh, in his box, um, which was uh, pretty horrific. And, uh, of course, Alf's not real. Um, but the, uh, you know, the crowd couldn't tell that because he was doing the voice. Get back in the box! And uh, what we weren't aware of was the, uh, that Ralph had filled the box uh, with a load of liver. From the uh, the local butchers, which he then tipped uh, over the front rows uh, of the crowd, um, covering them in liver.
1: I believe that is what is now termed immersive theatre. Yeah. Cake provided a fitting and occasionally a desperate, out of tune soundtrack to an idle generation of contemptibly cheery losers. Bit harsh. Hands up for uh, interjections. Please. Sorry. Their confused guitar frenzy reinforced by the comical exploits of Buckley Stowe, Polish Coal Miner and Mild Drinker Extraordinaire and Big Owl and his fat and frantic sausage roll characterization.
2: Mm.
1: Fortunately, much has changed with the cake organisation and a new guitarist, the mysterious Demon Axe Warrior, joined the band just one day before their next brief emergence from the depths of obscurity which it now seems they are destined to wave goodbye to for all their rock and roll eternity.
0: Mm. That didn't happen. No? Mm.
1: Dave, the Demon Axe Warriors' adrenaline-soaked frenetic wah guitar, added that much-needed fifth member to the group at the Starbridge Broadway on the night of the 18th of January.
0: Mm. Bit cold, again. Yeah.
1: The accumulative sound that emerged was a slab of danceable guitar fuzz energy fuelled on the charming chordal melody of rhythm guitarists, Nick's Savage Fuzz Onslaught, underpinned by Andy Mitch Mitchell's iconoclastic drum lashing and his big brother, James, James Mitchell's, transcendentally innovative bass. Continue.
0: Yes? Don't write this stuff this good anymore, do they? No, no. uh, Don't get this on BuzzFeed, do you?
1: (laughs) Number number three will blow your mind.
0: 27 ways (laughs) in which cake's (laughs) transcendentally fuzz onslaught will blow your mind. You won't guess. One, frenetic war attack.
1: (laughs) Two, danceable guitar fuzz energy.
0: Three, was he dressed as a (laughs) Polish coal mine? (laughs) Yeah. Four. Four. Four, sausage roll.
1: Leaping through the sonorous guitar turmoil, walking that captivating line between burkdom and superstar status, worship and ridicule, is singer. Wag. Oh,
0: uh, hand up, hand up.
1: Carry on. A
0: bit harsh. Seems a little harsh. I wouldn't say not as harsh as s- what <laughs> to, I wouldn't say singer.
1: <laughs> not as harsh as what is about to follow.
0: Singer, singer, singer sing is not quite
1: right. <laughs> Who leaves the band in constant fear that he may at any moment dive hopelessly off key, off stage, or up his own rectum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> hand up. Yep, I can
1: see your hand. <laughs> hand, <laughs> that, hand up. That hand is high.
0: Who <laughs> wrote this Kevin Bignall?
1: Uh Kevin Bignall investigated. Yep. Kevin Bignall. Huh. Aided. There's no right to reply, is there? <laughs> there's no right to there's reply. There's no right to reply with there's, this stuff. There's no below the line here. It's just <gasps> a, yeah. Aided and abetted by the perennial ladies' favourite. Oh, 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 oh. That
0: that hand again, that hand.
1: <laughs> Going to get a sore arm.
0: I remember at the time
1: thinking this was a good review. <laughs> It's dense. There's lots of it. They always say, "Way, way, uh, way, you're a way way, 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 you're pressed." Yeah, this is huh. uh, almost a full full side of A4. Yeah, aided and abetted by the perennial ladies' favourite Al and his symbolic bout of king size gherkin wrestling, a little piece of Starbridge, bowed to Cake's newly acclaimed godhead status.
0: Um. <laughs> yes. The, the gherkin wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he was like. He'd got um, sort of a four-foot um, paper mache gurg- gherkin. Nice. <laughs> and he sort of wrestled it a bit.
1: Okay, well, yeah. where did he get that from?
0: He made it himself. Okay. He thought he D-I- some- DIY ethic.
1: Yeah, yeah, nice. Th- um, thought
0: about it. Yeah, thought about it a lot. Stage, um, stagecraft. Sta- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In um, retrospect, it sounds weird. It does <laughs> <laughs> people were doing that stuff then, though you
1: know <laughs> it would it
0: would like it's like Bez a little bit like and Bez. Got a dancer, or uh, and the
1: other guy out of the the flowered up, he was like a flower ba- Barry
0: moon cult, Barry, Barry moon cult, he's got like a flower hat, yeah,
1: and I'm sure there was others, wasn't there
0: yeah, we had a uh, guy dressed as a sausage roll, one guy dressed as a Polish cult, coal coal yeah. I'm not sure why he was Polish
1: because it was probably around the time of that guy What was that guy called in the in Poland Lech Valenza. Lech Valenza,
0: yeah that's it was look a bit like that yeah but and uh, and sometimes though that sometimes we had a guy dressed as um uh dressed as a lamp It <laughs> <laughs> just stood there. And, there and there was a guy um who dressed as princess leia okay. from star cool. wars and he had a trampette. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh people could run round and dive into the uh, into the crowd I'd say into the sonorous guitar turmoil indeed i'd say it's probably
1: yeah. one additional element too many i'd say <laughs> <laughs> it it seems fussy doesn't it it does seem a little bit fussy disjointed maybe just too much to read in S- save something for the second tour
0: never really happened i think i yeah. think um all or nothing
1: yeah, we um leave it all out there.
0: Yeah, it it uh it burnt brightly and uh and quickly. A bit like if you did a poo, set fire to it and shoved it through somebody's letterbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Kidderminster seems slower to succumb to the young ambassadors of groove. But recent public appearances in <laughs> you know, Murdoch's and Dusties. <laughs> Seem to have gone part of the way to rectifying the situation, swearing.
0: <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah, quite right. I will. I will honk that. I'll get um. I'll get producer Bernard to uh, to honk that. out.
1: Bernardo. Okay, producer producer Bernard. I like to call him Bernardo. Caca. <laughs> <laughs> Bernardo Nascimento. Three hours. Silva. <laughs> I've given up now. It's fine. It's it's okay. It's, it's when you actually care. If you're worried about it, it's awful. Not worried about it. Worried about it Keep
0: oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right. Get to the end of the feature. We've got we've got t-shirts to shift.
1: <laughs> For all the bombast, bombast,
0: bombast. <laughs> 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 For all you're the, going, you're not going to read this in. Uh... You could, you could like Andrew it. Graham
1: Dixon or whatever he's called from <laughs> BBC Arts or so the one whose hairline starts about there who yeah. I probably could impersonate Will Gompertz. Will Gompertz For all the bombasts I was trying to get Simon Callow <laughs> I've got a story about Simon Callow Have you? I met Simon Callow in the woods recently Why? Did you what? I met Simon Callow in Hartwood Forest Really? Yeah, just outside uh, St Albans. And I was going for a walk with my nephews. Yeah. There was an elderly gentleman approaching me. And uh, as he got closer, I recognised it as Simon Callow. Callow! Simon Callow. And he went, hello, hello, hello. He was very, he was very friendly. And then uh, my dad my dad said... Had you That's... said hello to him first? Oh, no, he, he said hello first. We were, right. the only, we were the only people in the forest. He was there with his grandchildren, I think.
0: Right, OK. Yeah. Anyway... So, the, yeah. I, Simon, you know what? I think I have. Uh, I think he lives over the road from a uh, friend of the podcast, top rapper BB Manic. Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Callow and Manic.
0: Yeah. Kind oh, of, well, that's an act, wouldn't it? Oof. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know would work. Are you making an early guess for uh, this week's impression, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Simon Callow. Hello! Is it Derek Jacobi?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be another one of that ilk. Yeah, I can't, can't say those. That's down. not who I'm doing. Okay.
0: Scratched off the lister. Okay.
1: We we need to have one of those things like on Top Gear <laughs> bits of tape where you write on who it is and we stick it up, like
0: you know, like on uh, Saturday Kitchen when they uh...
1: exactly the omelette challenge. <laughs> that's, a be- that's a better one. I don't actually watch Top Gear ever. It's awful. I hate it. No. Saturday Kitchen used to love it. I've got a story about James Martin as well. <laughs> <laughs> saw, him, saw him on Newbury High Street. He was wearing white jeans Oh really tight white jeans and blue suede shoes. Uh,
0: a lot of the time during uh, the cake shows, I would wear tight white jeans <laughs> uh, and, a, and a white shirt. It's all about you, isn't it? It's always got to be, it always comes back to you. Wolfmania.org, is it? dot <laughs> .org, .org not a charity. My name's Above the Door.
1: For all the bombast surrounding Cake's increasingly successful lunge for world domination, the band's potential cannot be denied. They may be prone to the occasional bout of youthful foolishness, Dusty's Metal Night, I ask you, and to some their shambolic appearance may prove offensive. Yet one day there is every conceivable chance that they will amble into the right place at the right time, and their stars will become permanently lodged into the pop firmament, and world domination will assured
0: of course we've uh, we've uh, still got some tapes left oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah I, we've got tapes we've got t-shirts we've got all sorts left from the the 25 year remaster of the original cake tape
1: amazing stuff and if i wanted to get some of this merchandise
0: how would i how would i go about doing that uh, you could go to www.wolfmania.org and you could click on the shop page where we've uh, got all uh, all those goodies available. You could also go to www.gravetapes.com, but I wouldn't bother. <laughs> Cause it's not as good. We've got T-shirts. Uh, we've got in most of the sizes, most of the popular sizes still left. All of the popular sizes still left. Small, medium, large, ladies. Ah, uh, didn't really think that any ladies would would be that interested, but um, small, medium, and large. Excellent. Possibly also extra large. I'll take an extra large. Triple uh, XL. Quadruple XL.
2: <laughs> well, it's a
0: bit like Giacomo. The, uh, the, 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 KQK, the KQK, <laughs> KQK merchandise store. It's, like it's a, a little bit like Giacomo.
1: It's like a branch of Giacomo under your desk.
0: <laughs> sort of insinuating that. And in our price. you, you could get a, You could get a small. But mostly it's larger lads
1: Do you know what I think is, Am I allowed to just talk a little about Cake Just prior to this This, this, this You this can yeah yeah, of course To me Cake Cake was always a photo In all the time I've known you yeah. The photo uh, Is it a, a Mini Yeah that's It is a, a, it is it's a, a Mini, mini not, Cooper yeah. That's pretty good I'm not even looking at it uh, I, I, I think I've known no, around. I can, I can just see it actually oh, yeah. Just poking up up there uh, I think I've met all of the characters in the photo, uh, but I, I don't think I've ever heard a note of the music. You've never heard a note of the music. I don't think I have. No, no.
0: God, you probably think it. I must have done. Off record. Yeah. Whilst we're not recording a podcast, yeah. For, yeah. I think you probably think it sounds better than it does. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it's going to sound like?
1: I think it's going to sound like the Wonder stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And it certainly looks like the Wonder yeah, Stuff. Yeah, the
1: photo right? looks like the Wonder Stuff. But, uh. It's,
0: it's weird. Uh. That, it's not weird. It's not at all weird.
1: That or early public enemy. The same, <laughs> the same power. The same visceral power.
0: Uh. Essentially. I think what we were going for, Tim, was, uh. Maybe the, uh. The beloved covering, uh. Mud honey. Oof. It sounds nothing, and of course that actually came out sounding like exactly like Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Not a lot wrong with that, but worse.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Um, let's find out, shall we? Give it a spin. <laughs> cake uh later cake uk for legal reasons with the song aerial that's uh, something nobody's ever said on the radio before <laughs> uh did you uh, did you pick out the frenetic war attack
1: i, I did and also the uh, savage fuzz onslaught
0: yeah uh, what's the uh, the, sonorous the sonorous danceable fuzz groove danceable
1: fuzz groove and uh, uh iconoclastic Tub <laughs> There was some
0: iconoclastic tub something going on yeah, in there yeah, yeah. Uh, Otherwise known as the Indie Beat <laughs> You can get that And you can get uh, the rest of the cake, The classic Cake UK demo The Cake Tape 25 As it's known uh, You can get that through Grave tapes, recordings And uh, from www.wolfmania.org Not a charity Speaking of commercials Oh yeah Thought we should uh, perhaps take a little bit of sponsorship on. We're still waiting for the uh, the Squarespace money to come in.
1: Yeah, there's a little uh, black and white thing appeared in the
0: corner of the corner of my eye,
1: (laughs) (laughs) blinking away. That means the commercials are coming.
0: They uh, they are indeed. uh, uh, But while we wait for uh, Lisa Mattresses, oh, what's that? Who are the other mattress people?
1: Uh, Uh, Simba Mattresses, Casper Mattresses, Casper Mattresses, mattresses. Casper
0: Mattresses shop. Is there? No. Yeah. Wow. I cycled past it this morning just in a Covent Garden. Full of boxes. Well, yeah, the size of a this small fridge freezer. Yeah. No, well, as the size of a mini fridge. Exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. How can it work? I don't know. They only make the one. Yeah, strange.
0: But probably doesn't work. They're not paying us for this. Probably doesn't work.
1: Is that next to the Meundis shop? <laughs> just, down, just down from the Blue Apron shop.
0: The Blue Apron. Oh, do they have that here? It, it's just sounds, fancy a bit of that It sounds
1: made up doesn't it
0: All the dishes All the foods in there I have no idea just, what those things are It's just are. fantastical <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid those aren't the adverts we've got no. those, We're not at that level of sponsorship yet 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 Absolutely right But we do, uh, do have to take uh, a little commercial break And we uh, be back with you in a minute The meanest ride
1: in Europe, only at the West Midlands Safari and Leisure Park.
2: Video value from Stellavision at Kidderminster, Cradley Heath and Blackheath. Take advantage of our superb offers like three films, two days, £1.50, free membership, and many new releases. Now available tightrope with Clint Eastwood. We're also offering two films, 50p, one night.
0: That's video value from Stellavision, Kidderminster, Cradley Heath and Blackheath. Two videos, 50p, one night tightrope. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard of the film tightrope?
1: <laughs> I was slightly concerned that the film tightrope was uh, was renowned as a, bit of a
0: decent bit of cinema
1: and I just was unaware of it. <laughs> I'm pleased you're in the dark as
0: well. Absolutely and um, I've put some time in, uh, in video shops before now. Oh yeah. Well uh, let me tell you all about it Tim. Oh go on then. Celebrity video shop of doom. Difficult as it might be to imagine now, there was a time when Kevin Smith films weren't all uniformly horrible. For a brief window in, let's say, 1994, his sweary service industry sort of comedies seemed the smartest thing in the multiplex. Further, the grisly success of fellow gobshite shop monkey turned maverick auteur Quentin Tarantino suggested that the quickest way to a glittering career in screenwriting was to be really sarcastic about stuff from behind the counter of a video shop. So it was, that with one eye on an Oscar, and a pretentious old-timey typewriter set up in my room above a pub, I got myself an interview at Primetime Video Queensway. Footnote: The pub in question is the Porchester on Westbourne Grove. It's still there, guss it up a bit but it does do a very reasonable Sunday roast and I swear I once heard them accidentally play guided by voices in there. The interview process wasn't especially gruelling. Who are you? Where do you live? Is that what you're going to wear? A minor disappointment given the hours I'd spent picturing myself in five years time and weighing up whether I'd work better on my own or as part of a team. Both. Both. I'd be good at both. Possibly a relief given the incredibly important, my top five films of all time I'd been working on. Police Academy 1234 and Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain. My one regret? That when they asked me, do you have any questions for us, I failed to cover off, was the shop built on top of a plague pit or a sacred burial ground? Is it cursed? And will it kill off any major celebrity that comes within 20 yards of its gruesomely pink neon signage?
1: So, tell me about your days at Primetime Video Queensway.
0: Primetime Video Queensway, Andrew speak. It took me years after leaving Primetime Video <laughs> Queensway to stop answering the phone like that. Wow, did, so people
1: people dialed in with, to see if they had, you had anything in stock?
0: Yeah, they would, uh, they would phone up to see if we got something. Or we would, uh, more often than not, we'd probably phone them uh, about twice a day. So you've uh, still got that copy of The Lion King? <laughs> um it's a uh, couple of days overdue not a problem if you're going to bring it back later that i mean that's fine it's just uh, it is starting to add up a bit now so uh, just thought I'd let you know and uh, then they'd have your number and they'd, they'd ask who is this and i uh, probably phone you up and I'd go prime time video queensway it, it's quite it just trips off the tongue doesn't it like that yeah it's uh, weirdly just uh, well, it's not there anymore. It hasn't been there for an awfully long time now. But it's just around the corner from the launch pad of the Internet Space Station. Yeah. Not a million miles away now. Yeah. So you could load up on uh, everything you might need for your, your stay in in space. Yeah. And uh, you could rent a, a VHS and a VHS player. Wow. Um, uh, these
1: days, probably, probably handy to have the two in tandem.
0: Well, quite a big market for that at the time, because uh, there's a lot of um, hotels yeah. up that way and... Uh, at the time, you, you wouldn't get a built-in DVD player or all the downloadable films that you can get. Um, oh, how did the, how did this get on my bill? Well, I, pff, I didn't look at that. That that sort of thing didn't exist. But you'd have to rent a, a video player for three days, along with a big pile of VHSs, <laughs> which I would be more than happy to give you. And uh, you could take it take it back to your hotel for your stay in the most exciting capital city in the world. What do you do whilst you're in London? I rented a video player and uh, tightrope with Clint Eastwood. uh, You mean to watch it forever. (laughs) I'd heard this advert once it was uh, two videos for 50p didn't take it up.
1: 100 films to watch before you die somewhere (laughs) around the low 60s tightrope with Clint Eastwood.
0: Uh, When we get to the letter H we will be doing Hundred things before, hundred things you have to do before you die. Episode, and we we'll we will be counting down from hundred to number one. And uh, that that wouldn't be a much more popular podcast, wouldn't it? We watch the film Tightrope with Clint Eastwood, whilst saying hilarious stuff over the top. Probably already exists, doesn't it? Yeah, probably not with Tightrope with Clint Eastwood.
1: Though. <laughs> not sure Tightrope with Clint Eastwood
0: actually exists. <laughs> that is a challenge for us. Yeah, I'll to get, get that bonus feature. <laughs> strictly for the subscribers. Yeah. Tightrope special friends of the podcast. <laughs> but uh yeah with with um with all of the um hotels and you know with the sort of west london sort of swank pads uh around uh, around uh, around here we we did get a few um celebrities uh, come through the doors of uh, Prime Time Video Queensway, <laughs> and did you greet them in that? In that? In that? Uh, God, I couldn't that help way. it. Yeah. couldn't help it. After a while, and because uh, it sounded both winningly friendly and uh, sarcastic enough to obviously get me a job and an Oscar, which
1: is what you'd want from a '90s uh, video store employee, exactly. Yeah. That's, it's all
0: all people wanted. There's, uh, a, there's a template there. Yeah, exactly right. And um, the the only problem with uh, I, I think I dealt quite well with the uh, with the celebrity uh, people who came through. The only problem is that so many of them died. <sighs> yeah, it's um, it it seemed after we we honestly started to feel that we were we were in some some way cursed. Um, we we lost it's all um, nothing funny about uh, any of this at all. But um, uh, one of our uh, our biggest uh, customers, an absolutely adorable. Um, Paula Yates Tragic, tragic tale Absolutely tragic tale um, mm. She was absolutely fantastic uh, Wonderful woman uh, Keen video renter uh, And at the time uh, Seeing Michael Hutchins from, uh, from In Excess uh, Another one that we we Tragically lost and it, it is difficult to say this At the time But he was a grumpy old sod <laughs> Uh She Sweetness and Light. Have to phone them up. You feel a bit weird having to phone celebrities on their uh, their home phones on the landline. On the landline. Hi. <laughs> oh, hello. Is that is that Paula? Oh yeah. It's uh it's Andrew from Primetime Video Queensway. <laughs> that, oh hello, love. How are you? Um. Yeah. Fine. But your copy of Leon's a bit late. Um. Oh, yeah, sorry about that D- I'll send it back in. Don't worry about it.
1: I hope your chronology's correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have the notes and corrections section okay, sorry can um, carry on and uh yeah, I mean she uh that that let's say that that was very late uh, eventually it would turn up with Hutchins Hutchins would bring it back in, grumpy as you like he didn't he didn't sort of uh, push it through the letterbox no, whilst you were shot exactly yeah why do i have to why do I have to pay for this mate? Uh, Because you took it out three months ago. Look, mate. Listen, mate. Mate, do you know who I am? Obviously, you look exactly like Michael Hutchins from In Excess, who used to be really good. (laughs) Um, Until you didn't bring that back in. Look, there's a fine.
1: Did you keep his membership card? That's that's Um, the way of doing it, isn't
0: it? Don't you put the membership card in the uh, empty box? I was easily in, in easily box. bought, Tim. Oh, okay. Easily bought. And, uh, you know, they all paid up. They all paid up in the end. And it would invariably peel off a 50 quid <laughs> from a, a belt-clipped roll of 50s. There you go, mate. <laughs> Buy a bloody video. You couldn't when <laughs> Brett Anderson, Bert Anderson, sorry, call back to last week's episode. Of course, yeah. genuine <laughs> mistake. <laughs> when Bert Anderson came in. You couldn't buy a copy of uh, Reservoir Dogs off me for anything less than seventy nine ninety five.
1: But that was because—is this true? You'll be able to answer this question yeah. for me. A bit off topic. Uh, talking about celebrities this is boring, but I've always wanted to know that the uh, the the standard of the videos that were in rental video shops. Were of a higher quality to the ones that you would just buy. In yeah, bit. that's, that's uh, absolutely Is that right. True? Which yeah, makes so a
0: lot of sense, obviously, because they'd be played so a lot you'd more. You'd get the rental, re- rental ones in first. So your ERs, your ex rentals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although you'd think they'd be cheaper because they've been seen a few times, definitely going to be made of sturdier stuff than your STs, your sell through cassettes. Okay. Uh, which would probably retail even then at about 10, 12, 14 yeah, quid. say like 12.99. But uh, and uh, you'd have to wait six months for the uh, the sell through one to to come out as well. So yeah, you yeah. get your ex rental copy first. Sold one to Bert for seventy nine ninety five. Yeah. What did Bert buy? He bought Reservoir Dogs. Did he? Yeah. Um, two weeks after it had come out, said, Bert, I just just rent you one. Rent you the machine as well for less than that. No, I've got to have it. You can't have it for another six months, I'm afraid. Seventy nine ninety five under <laughs> over the <laughs> under slash over the counter. Bert took that out. Wow did um he he did well to escape the curse of the shop to be honest um uh one person who didn't and this is a truly awful story richie manic oh dear yeah he yeah. came in uh, he was uh, stopping at the columbia hotel uh, just before his disappearance, and um every day pretty much for the two weeks before he disappeared, he'd come down to the Barclays machine, which was next door to the shop and pull out his his full amount of uh, money that he could get for the day, £300, I, I think in a, a little bit of an uh, attempt to make the disappearance seem as though he would be going away, possibly because he was going away somewhere. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, uh, pretty difficult, but uh, what I did know is that he'd pop in uh, most days on, on the way through and sort of rifle through the stuff, and he looked bloody awful, God bless him. Looked absolutely terrible. Um, didn't stop me selling him a copy of Apocalypse Now. That's gonna cheer you up. Yeah, isn't it? well it was his choice. It wasn't recommended. It wasn't I'm not gonna do the accent. It would uh, would be inappropriate. Um so anything you can recommend? No no, not that. Airbud. She <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what
1: that film is. I do Airbud Air is a about a dog that plays ex- ultimate frisbee isn't it
0: <laughs> yes it's a bit like yeah yeah was space jam out i don't think it was space quite.
1: jam uh like mike like
0: yeah <laughs> any of your
1: animals playing sport that's not an animal like mike's not an animal playing not? sport it's isn't it about a child that wants to be, wants to be like michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh C- C- Cujo. <laughs> joe
0: that's not an animal playing Cujo. sport is it no. uh yes absolutely anyway absolutely bloody awful that was two weeks uh Two weeks he'd pop in and you'd say, oh you know, say oh, that's absolutely awful. Um not everybody uh who was famous came into the, the shop, died of course. Uh Michael Barrymore, he was one of ours. <laughs> yeah. What did it what did he rent? Well, is there a statute of limitations on explain <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you he rented a copy of The Lion King. And Jeff Stryker's Power Tools Volume 4, <laughs> um, <laughs> which uh, was a, s- <laughs> a specialist <laughs> title. Um, rented in one of those. Um, didn't go well for him. Um, pretty bleak, this section, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And th- that was me thinking that working in a video store in the 90s was all, ke- you know, sarcasm, Kevin Smith... Films. We were pretty sarcastic. Indie rock. Was there a, a sassy girl that worked there with you?
0: Shadi Jalanous. Wow.
1: What a name. Oh. How do you spell that?
0: <laughs> uh, S-H-A-D-I space J-A space. <laughs> J-A-L-I-N-O-S. Not like I've looked that up on the internet <laughs> at any stage subsequently. Um, she was absolutely... um I'll tell you who else was uh Brilliant. And uh, came into the shop, not only Shadi Jalanous, Patricia Arquette. Oh, Patricia Arquette. Pa-ri- Patricia Arquette. I love Patricia Arquette. Oh, she's absolutely brilliant. Came in into uh, the shop uh, with her then boyfriend stroke husband. We're going to have to check the timeline on this one as well. <laughs> Chronology um, check. With, uh, with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Uh, came in and uh, she was absolutely brilliant. Bubbly, full of fun. All the time in the world for the, you put upon sarcastic man behind the counter, banging his head on the desk, came round the other side of the counter, signed all our copies of oh, True Romance, oh, what brilliant. have you, wanted to help out, dealing with the customers, brilliant. Nothing made Nicolas Cage angrier and grumpier <laughs> than having to wait in a shop uh, for 90 minutes whilst his fabulous girlfriend spent her time working in a shop. Um <laughs> he uh, glowered at the end of the show. fortunately you were allowed to smoke in uh, shops <laughs> in 1994 <laughs> unbelievably and that's what he did heavily at the other end of the uh, other end of the store got
1: stuck into some
0: really things. put himself through about 40 fags i reckon <laughs> uh plowed his way through that whilst not d- uh, deciding not to sign any of his excellent films or hang out with the guys on the counter just thinking it was uh, something daft that his uh, his wife was doing um Two weeks later, they divorced. Oof. Um,
1: the luck just keeps on coming, doesn't it? It does.
0: i tell you who else. Steve Copple. He was a regular at the time. Oh, Steve Copple. Steve Copple. Um, England great. England great. 94. It was about 93, 94, I'm guessing. So uh, he'd have come in with talk of him taking over the England job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and after visiting our shop, uh, Palace, his team were relegated <laughs> and he was sacked. Wow. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, don't come in. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Biggest celebrity we had in uh, in celebrity video shop of Doom Tim, Robocop. The real Robocop. Well it was a Robocop. <laughs> okay. We uh we got we got Robocop
1: Not not Paul Weller. Wasn't Peter Weller, <laughs> not Paul Weller. Paul Weller didn't play RoboCop. That would be brilliant, though, wouldn't it? Hard oh, on, there's got to be a punchline for that. There are a million jokes. We're not going to make any of them. <laughs> we could we could be here until tomorrow <laughs> here until tomorrow morning, and we're going to get one. We wouldn't hit one home. No, we're going to get one. <laughs> get one. He I'm, would be. We do this live. No, you can't edit this. This is going to go go live
0: what, what, what when, we do, when we do the live show. When <laughs> we do the live show. Well, we'll just tell people to stop <laughs> thinking and listening for a second.
1: The thing that would be hilarious about this is that the guy who actually played Robocop in the film was Robocop probably wasn't called Peter Weller at
0: all. <laughs> I think he was called Peter Weller. Because when Robocop was coming in, we thought we were getting Peter Weller. Probably did a joke about Paul Weller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Style council. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he'd go into the back room and uh, go... Uh, um are you ready to come out now? No, I'm changing man. Would have been funny in the nineties. Yes. Would've been funny yes. in the nineties. Yes. That's if, good. If Paul Weller was Robocop, he would be the oh, See mod sounds like a sort of thing that a computer would do, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It, <laughs> it does. I don't know. It doesn't quite work. Does it doesn't it? work. Uh
1: this, the jam. The sounds <laughs> like ram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, down in the, the tube,
0: ram down in the tube station at midnight. Well, he was, because that's what time he shut. Yeah. And he was still dressed as he was still dressed as RoboCop. <laughs> Pitched up at 10 in the morning, did RoboCop. Well, yeah, that should have been
1: funnier than it was,
0: anyway. Well, no, I mean, we got a RoboCop, though. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's good, that's good. And it was good, yeah. He came in to advertise the uh, the launch of RoboCop, the TV series. Never seen it. Okay. Never seen it. Uh, stood behind the counter all day. Um posing for photos before anybody had any way of taking photos, uh, <laughs> casu- casually. Did they not just dash to the nearest uh, branch of boots and buy a little disposable yeah. one of them? No, people just wondered why Robocop was leaning behind the <laughs> counter, <laughs> <laughs> just smoking cigs, <laughs> and drinking coffee. Getting into fights with Steve Copple. Just being a bit sarcastic about stuff. He really took to it. Yeah. Yeah. We eventually would send him out on... Uh, Various errands. pop popped down to Burger King for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, what happens at the end? What happens to the end of RoboCop? I, I forgot to look this up when I did this bit. Uh, Presumably, uh, he dies terribly.
1: Uh, I don't think I've ever seen RoboCop. You've never seen RoboCop? No, that's loads oh. of things I haven't seen. It's awful. Name, name, name something you think I should have seen? And I'll say. It. I'll tell you if I've seen it or not.
0: That's probably a podcast that exists as yeah, well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think that's actually a Radio Four show is it i've never done or i've never seen star wars or something
0: right
1: you've never seen robocop <sighs> i've never seen robocop uh i don't believe you've seen uh, you've seen jaws I've seen jaws 3 the one with michael kane in it yeah, you've never <laughs> seen jaws 1 i've seen jaws 1 i've yeah? seen jaws 1 and 2 and 3 close encounters of the third kind i've seen that cuz doesn't richard dreyfus go a bit crazy doesn't the mashed potato yeah 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 and then I've made that joke at family dinner tables and no one, no one else there has, has seen <laughs> those encounters. They don't know what I'm talking about. They tell me to shut up and stop being stupid, which is also a correct response.
0: <laughs> well, uh, in the, uh, the episode W, West Family Values, Oof. Wow. we will be uh, uh, interviewing...
1: All the Wests. All
0: the Wests. We're going to get them all in <laughs> and uh, we're going to bring that up. Maybe we'll get them to sit down and watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the deluxe edition. Just giving away my surname. Oh, we'll have... Ident- <laughs> my identity. Identity's gone. Well, I think they all picked that up from when uh, you, the popular actor Tim West, yes. uh, met Simon Callow yes. in the woods Yes, uh, earlier true. this week to discuss a role. <laughs> yes.
1: Timothy, my dear boy.
0: He would, would have been a good Robocop He <laughs> it was so It'd been absolutely brilliant as a Robocop <laughs> Forget Paul Weller <laughs> Dear
1: boy, you
0: have 20 seconds to comply You're listening to Wolfmania The podcast, the in your ears version of wolfmania.org The website, home of a lot of cake tapes and shirts That uh, would be really brilliant if you could buy it to keep the lights on here in the Internet Space Station. We'll be right back with more from the letter C right after these words. Choose your own adventure books aren't like ordinary books because you are the star of each story and only you can decide what happens next. These three fantastic books are free only from Weedabix. Look out for the special boxes and find out more. Okay.
1: Charles Hawtrey at the end there.
0: I think Tim that that was the popular Weetabix biscuit character, Brian <laughs> Brian it? the Weetabix. Okay, okay. No, that's what he said. Yeah, that was his catchphrase. Okay. <laughs> I think he was sort of a weird brummy, skinhead Weetabix. <laughs> wow. Do you remember? Do you remember this? I do. Yeah
1: that that uh, actual that campaign was uh, won lots of awards. It was very success. It was genuinely deemed to be a fantastic piece of advertising. What? Uh, what the the biscuits themselves oh, did, yeah the the, the the sort of the uh, anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic weetbix biscuits anthropomorphic yeah that's the one anthropomorphic weetbix biscuits uh little skin haired guys yeah
0: St- it's strange that they you'd well, you'd think it would be strange that they would uh, is this veering into um jasper carrot territory Are we we just talking about adverts? Is this canned carrot? With any luck. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope
1: so. Um, You are are sitting on a stool. Did he used to sit on a stool? I don't think he sat on a stool. No, he didn't sit on a stool. Never mind. He he probably did. He
0: sat on a stool. He sat on a stool. (laughs) (laughs) You're sat on a stool. (laughs) And then he'd get Loudon Wainwright III to come on and sing a song at the end. Did he? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That was lost on
1: me as a child.
0: It's strange. Adverts, eh? Yeah, adverts. Well,
1: adverts in ad- the past. How they've changed over over
0: time. They've changed. I can't see Weetabix today having the balls <laughs> to gather together a load of Weetabix biscuits, dress them up like the Cro-Mags. Dress them up like ISIS. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do that? They just... They've got, they've got these biscuits and they made them look like Like a skinhead band, like the Angelic (laughs) Upstarts, or Iron Cross. (laughs) (laughs) Or any of your favourite oi bands, like Cock Sparrow. Cock Sparrow. uh, Blitz. Sparrow. Blitz.
1: Blitz, yeah, that's right. Blitz. uh, The Business, The Burial, and of course the American, uh, US Chaos, The Press, The
0: Bruisers, The Anti-Heroes. You know, the Weetabix Biscuits. the Weetabix crew um and you could buy you could buy everything with them on yeah 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 just to collect the little cards people
1: love it if there's a little character attached to it doesn't matter what yeah. it is it's meerkat skinhead does not matter
0: do you think that we could become more popular with some kind of if we weren't us <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I've, I've often thought that if we had some kind of sidekick or companion yeah yeah, like a wolf mania scrappy do. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would you have? I don't know. He'd have to have similar values to us, but be a bit more up an atom. You yeah. know, for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, favorite sidekicks Tim him. Favorite sidekicks.
1: Uh, you know, mind. Uh, yeah, yeah God, help me out. What What have you got? Godzuki. Godzuki. He was little.
0: He was. He was lovable, like Godzilla. Less. In that weird thing where... Um, but he did uh, more water skiing than Godzilla. It, behind the boat where um, Godzilla sort of lurked and underneath the deep and there were some people solving mysteries on a boat and Godzuki would just sort of uh, water ski behind them, just having a load of dinosaur fun. <laughs> until they needed to solve a crime, then, then up from the deep, 40 stories down, Godzilla... And Godzuki! That's what we need. We, yeah, need we need a Wolfmania featuring Andrew and Tim. And
1: Wolfie! Yeah, a tiny, a tiny little animated... Uh, and at the end of every episode, instead of playing the game, <laughs> instead of playing the impression that I get, there could be a short sequence where it was like a sort of a moral tale featuring... like a, I seem to sort of recall at the end of uh, yeah. Godzilla, they'd have like, you know, Godzuki would be crossing the road. Or something, and they they sort of be like a sort of you know an educational. Exactly, purpose, you've yes. got to be careful with it. A bit like on Planet Earth, where they show how they've made
0: it. My single least favourite bit. Really, I that. love that. I love that bit. That's all those double paroled named guys. Exactly, a bunch bunch of toffs, <laughs> bunch of toffs with boom mics. Count the Count the North Face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what did uh, what did you do at Eton? I learned to fly the drone. <laughs> Big Paws. Maybe
1: that could be the name of our little sidekick. Big big yeah, he's called Big Paws, but he's tiny. Oh hilarious.
0: He's a kid. Like Little John. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Or oh, Adrian Little John. No, not no, not him. <laughs> but, Wolfmania, the podcast, featuring Andrew and Tim. And Big Paws. No, it's Wolfmania
1: the podcast featuring Andrew and Tim and Big Paws! There we go. Come on, yeah, that would work, wouldn't it? And what is he a bear? He's uh, he's whatever you want him to be, he changes every week. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think it should be uh, yeah, yeah, mm. a squid. <laughs> Squids don't have paws, do they? It can be almost any other animal <laughs> except a squid. Uh, it's not going to work out at all.
1: That's true. Uh, what's got paws? <laughs> Cats, dogs. Like Bears, a, like an ocelot or something, or a lynx. We can't have a lynx. Lynx <laughs> <laughs> is lynx is too sexy. Yeah, that'd be good, and that could like hopefully snare us that that sponsorship. What
0: from from uh, the deodorant people from Axe? <laughs> is it called Axe here? <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's um. uh Well, it is if you get it off the market. Okay, Euro Euro Lynx is Axe. But it's give you it. a chemical burn. <laughs> Just take the, <laughs> knock the skin off. You don't smell bad, because yeah. <laughs> you can't smell bad. No. Are we just chatting about adverts again? <laughs> we are. That's the power of advertising, isn't it? Exactly. Jasper Carrot, Confidential. Russell Howard. Does he do that? He probably does. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We mustn't do that. No, we will do that. Not four episodes in. No, <laughs> we'll be doing that. Corporate sellouts. It's There's happened. the big C this week. Corporate sellouts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, commercials, adverts. Have you? Uh, it used to be a big thing, didn't it? When there was like a big advert, like a big, famous advert that everyone remembered, like. Uh, that still happens. That Le- happens more than ever now. Like, like jeans adverts, Levi's adverts. That used to be the thing, didn't it? They always used to be like a song, like Stilt yeah, Skin.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the <laughs> worst example you could ever give.
1: You thought I was going to say Nick Kamen, I didn't say Nick Kamen. No, I, I thought you were going to say I
0: heard it through the grapevine. Or is
1: that the way? Yeah. They did good. one of those. Yeah. Or or uh, Babylon Zoo. When a man loves a woman. Yeah, yeah, that's that, good. Or Babylon Zoo. Yeah, or stiltskin.
0: Or, or Babylon personal Zoo. Close, personal uh, rock friend as of, of course, jazzman, jazzman. <laughs> um, not stiltskin. Is that was that a Levi's advert?
1: It's a, it's, it's a belter though, isn't it?
0: No, it's <laughs> it's appalling. Have you heard it recently? It's
1: like Biffy Clyro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the most pub nirvana thing there's ever been. A bunch of hairy ass dudes with. Oh man, I haven't heard that for a while. You want to listen to
1: it now, don't you? I really want to listen to it. You really want to listen to
0: it? I don't think I have listened to it since going into an exam in 1945 or something. And uh,
1: why, why were you listening to Stiltskin in 19, uh, in, in the year 2002 when you were doing your GCSEs?
0: Because I had got a very <laughs> futurist... hold on, no, I've got, oh, I've got my timeline mixed up.
1: Chronology check.
0: Damn it. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a phone call from Will. I am yeah. <laughs> from the future, saying. Yeah. saying so. When you think of a bathroom, it's pretty old school. The, the mirror is the most old school type of reflection in the world. Why can't it be a camera?
1: Hmm.
0: And why can't the camera and be connected to a display system on the wall? Not a TV, but a display system. Why can't the wall be a display system? Why can't the floor weigh you when you walk into the restroom? Um, all this talk about uh, the Chromags and the Weetabix biscuits, what, what they were actually trying to pitch us there, choose your own adventure books. Yeah. yeah. Three... Free for one pound twenty-five postage and four tokens from boxes of Wheatpicks, about fifteen quid there. Which these sounds days. like a deal, but really, when two videos for one night for fifty p's out there, it's not that much of a deal. How, is how it? many times are you going to watch Tightrope though? Yeah. Uh, honestly, if I could make it just the once, <laughs> I would be thrilled. I think uh, how uh, these sections traditionally start, Tim, is that I uh, have a little word with Big Paws, and then we do this. Choose your own adventure. Normally, then, I do a load of chat. I don't know anything about it, Tim, so um, maybe we could find out some more. Well, uh, maybe we should ask an expert.
2: Yeah, good idea. Okay. Hi, I'm Steve Jackson, co-author with Ian Livingstone of the Fighting Fantasy Game Book series. <laughs> Fighting Fantasy Adventures are tales of heroic fantasy. Dungeons, dragons, magic and monsters... Wow. But in fighting yeah. fantasy, you are the hero. It's you who decides whether to fight or flee from the wow. creatures you'll encounter. Wow. Over 17 million fighting fantasy books have been sold so far. The series has been published in 27 countries. Konnichiwa. Let's have a go. Here's the entrance to Firetop Mountain. As you venture into the cavern, you'll find yourself at a T-junction. Can you turn right or left? I'll turn left. Uh Uh-oh, we've come to an orc sentry. Oh, man. Who's asleep at his post. You need to test your luck now. You just follow the instructions and roll dice. If you're lucky, the orc will stay asleep. Now, this time you were lucky. The orc doesn't wake up. So let's move on. (sighs) Anyway, I'm sure you get the hang of it. Good luck on your adventures. And may your stamina never fail.
1: I think I've got it. I'm Uh, pleased, I'm pleased, sir. An informative little sequence, that
0: it certainly was. Um, I would like to see whether the clock is telling us that it's time to listen to the music of the mighty, mighty boss tones with a quick game of the impression that I get.
2: Sorry, I'm having
0: trouble accessing your skill right
2: now. Oh, I'll access my skill, all right. <laughs>
0: Thank you for making it this far into Wolfmania, the podcast. Uh, it must feel a bit like you're trapped in a dungeon as well, sometimes, that you can't escape from.
1: But luckily we're giving you the golden key of escape now because you know that... Uh, Describe the key, Tim. Desc- <laughs> I can't find the key. I've dropped the key. Oh. The key's gone under the sofa.
0: Honestly, it, uh, it bodes ill for next week's uh, um, d D. Section of the uh, the Encyclopedia of Everything, where I had down uh, both dungeons and dragons Oof. as things to cover. I'm not sure. I'm not. We're going to need some kind of guide to get out of that dungeon. Well, maybe we can. Maybe we can find him next week. Who knows? Oh. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Don't and know maybe this week, for the first week. What was this? Uh, the fourth week. Week four. Week. Week, week four. four. Week
1: three. Official week four.
0: Here we are. In, uh, in week four of Wolf Mania, the podcast, playing our now ever-present and uh, incredibly popular game show, The Impression That I Get, where week on week, like those magazines that build up to a giant glow-in-the-dark Big Ben made of matchsticks, I will be adding voice upon voice to my incredible repertoire of accents. And uh, Tim, you'll have to guess them. Until you guess one correctly... And I'll have to guess yours. It's <laughs> you never going to happen. You're not going home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No time soon. And uh, what better way to show off uh, my uh, my range of uh, vocal talents than with the uh, incredible lyrical work of the mighty mighty Boss Tones And uh, I'll be uh, performing one of their hit songs. That's the only one I know. Uh, in the they, style they, did, they didn't do the only one I know. Do you they? wish they did? <laughs> Be flat though wouldn't it? Just like he's talking Uh, I'll come back to that next week I'm going to work on that for next week Uh, This week Tim with the scores standing at 3-0 To me uh, Can you tell Who is singing the song this week As ever I'm going to give it
1: a Give it a good old go
0: Yeah, As ever of course you get to have a guess Before I do it I do Who do you fancy
1: I'm looking at you now, I'm looking at the way you've changed your posture, you've changed your facial expression, you're hunched over, you're kind of bent double. Sweating a bit. Sweating a (laughs) bit. Your eyes are twitching. I'm going to have
0: a quick go at Cruz Beckham. I'm sorry, it's not Cruz Beckham. It's not. Okay, here we go, here we go. Sure, it is a gutty hard. Wow. Okay, tough one this week, I think.
1: It's tricky. That is tricky. It's. I think I'm zeroing in on a uh, on on someone. Uh, I'm going to go for straight elephant journalist Kevin Bignall. It's
0: not Kevin Bignall. We're not. We don't talk about Bignall. Do not? not after that. <laughs> <laughs> what? What for? Twenty four and a half years. I've considered to be. <laughs> The single most positive <laughs> review of any <laughs> any creative output we've ever done. I'm sure, he, I, bet he's, I bet he's a blogger now, isn't he? Big Null's blog. Yeah. I bet he's sitting at home writing up about how he hates this podcast. He it probably it's is. Big Null. He's, but probably he's, long, got, he's probably got a
1: Tumblr. He's probably got Lawrence standing behind him oh. telling him what to write. Oh, God, he oh. probably
0: manages it. It's not Big Null. Not Big Null. Do you need a little more? Uh, go, go on then. then. Top so high, you need us to come home, don't possess any hands. Or has it ever come down to go for You gotta buy us a birthday. That's the only bit I've really got.
1: <laughs> do, do it again. Aye, aye,
0: aye, aye, aye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj <laughs> It's
0: not Nicki Minaj
1: You can see why though can't you? Ah, you can yes. see why I said
0: that I was doing the anaconda <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: not, it's not Nicki Minaj um,
0: I think it's 4-0 isn't it
1: Yeah it's Axel Rose! Oh now we now you say it's
0: crystal clear. And that him yeah. is the impression we're get for another week. 4-0 to me. Wow, it's gonna be quite the comeback. It's, it's gonna be quite the comeback.
1: And it's gonna be quite an episode next week.
0: Yep, if you come back to listen to
1: us again. Exactly. Well, we'll be dealing with the letter D. big pause what are you doing
0: <laughs> oh it's adorable oh,
1: look well, at you, you can clean that up later
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to wolf mania the podcast this week please check us out on the twitter please subscribe to us uh, on subscribe to us subscribe to me Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Like us on Facebook and do all of those things that people do on the internet these days. But please check back next week for the Encyclopedia of Everything.
1: Thanks for coming. I'm Tim.
0: I'm Andrew. Night. Good night, dear boy. I hope your stamina never fails. The podcast, bonus beats, competition winner Dear Andrew, Congratulations on winning the prize in our recent ET t shirt competition on the Kid Stuff page. Your picture really was very good indeed and was chosen from very many others. So that you will be able to get a t shirt that is the right size for you, please take this letter to the sponsors of our competition. The Mr. Teehee Rockstop Shop in Blackwell Street, The Horse Fair, Kidderminster, telephone 0562 If you show one of the staff this letter, they will provide you with a T-shirt. Once again, well done in the competition. Keep reading the Kid Stuff page because there are lots more prizes that you'll be able to try for during the year. Your sincerely, Seabury Salmon, editor. History is written by the victors.